0: welcome to Show Me The Podcast, an entertainment podcast hosted by two chalk and cheese best mates. I am your host Harry and I am joined by my co-host Lorraine. Hello. Oh, do you hear that? That's the sound of Christmas. (laughs) Just don't make me laugh. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Okay, so this episode we're going to be talking about one of those christmas movies um i'm losing my thread here that
1: represents (laughs) christmas of 2020
0: (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much we can't talk about scrooged
1: (laughs) scrooged yeah i know um but but do you know what before we get into all that harry before we get into that and we get all festive if you can get festive with scrooged um how have you been what have you been up to
0: scrooged (laughs) (laughs) Ah, uh, yeah. Well, um I like I said earlier, which we recorded, but we're re recording.
1: <laughs> Sorry, my kid keeps waking up and crying, so we've had this is our third go now, isn't it, I think?
0: It is, but let's not let's not hide away from the fact that we were enjoying drinking and talking for two hours straight before. Shh <laughs> <laughs> I'm like my second beer, one world wine and one glass of wine down already.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've had some prosecco. And <laughs> Esperado.
0: yeah thank you don't make me look all like (laughs) yeah what have I been up to um I've been reading a lot um I read The Salt Path um by Rainer Wynn which was um really interesting um and I'm currently reading last letters from my lover or your lover i can't remember the exact title by jojo boys um and I, i'm reading it because it's being turned into a film i read this and uh yes that's interesting
1: can i ask you a question yeah you you're big into your reading right and you read loads of different people what is it because like you know me i'm i'm not very good unless it's unless there's a serial killer involved i'm not very good um So, what is it that makes you look at a book and go,
0: huh,
1: I'm going to invest my time in that?
0: Like, why? Well, there's a couple of things. So, The Salt Path isn't a book I choose to read, but I've joined up to the Feel Good Book Club. Um, I think I've mentioned this before. So, you pay a subscription and it goes towards the Samaritans charity and you get sent a book every... uh, um, a box every month full of like little bits like it's like having Christmas every month and you also get sent a book um which has a theme and so like this month just gone it was the salt path and I just hoovered it up it's about this um some true stories uh, about a woman and her husband who lose everything they, like, lose their house. They lose just their way of living. They just lose everything. And they decide, fuck it, what well, what else can we do other than walk the salt path that's 630 miles around the Cornish coast and Dorset coast and all that. So they do that, and it's really enlightening, and it's a really interesting book. Um, and, like, there's the other aspect where, like, I'll read a book. Like, I saw that Last Letters from My Lover was going to be turned into a movie with... Um, listy jones and shailene woodley and callum turner who i love <laughs> so i was just like oh and then i was just like i think it was like midnight one night and i was just like it was like half price on kindle so i was just like fuck it i'll get it and i'm like half the way through it and like a i'd love to be like
1: that i envy people that can sit and do that because dev my my husband he's so good at just like sitting and reading whereas i'm not and i do i envy it I wish I could.
0: I I think it just depends on the topic and like, you know, like I envy Alec because like he's not a big reader at all, but he, I bought this book Breathe because I wanted to like work on my breathing because you guys can probably tell I can't breathe through my nose very well and I wanted to t- teach myself how to do that because I've got issues but he picked it up and he just stunk through it because it's factual and he loves factual like information like he I'm saying that I'm not like that I'm like I love fiction and I know I
1: like my facts
0: yeah like I like listening to facts I love podcasts which are like informative but when it comes to reading it I switch off so it's yeah. just you know
1: yeah, no, just, I just wondered, I just wondered, because you're always doing like, it's not like you're like, I love all Stephen King or I love all, I know you're like you like Alice Hoffman, but do you know what I mean? It's just like you.
0: I think you, I, I think I've got issues because I, <laughs> no, no, I I'm do. not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love just being taken into a world that's not my own. And I I love my life. And I'm lucky to say that I love my life. I've got a loving partner, I've got a loving family, I've got a loving kitten, I've got loving friends. (laughs) And I've got a lovely home. And you know, I'm very, very lucky. But I do like escapism. I adore it. I love being taken off somewhere else or just living vicariously through somebody else and stuff. Not because I just dislike my life, but because it's just fun. And reading affords me that opportunity. Where but that's so- the
1: way I look at true crime stuff.
0: But yeah, but that's a bit weird, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's escapism, isn't it? Because you're like, I could imagine this life for myself. So you're reading something is like this is like bonkers.
0: Yeah, but okay. So when you're looking at that stuff, when you're reading that stuff, are you like, ooh, I could be that detective. I've always wanted to be a detective. Or are you like, ooh, I could I when be a killer? About John I've always Douglas. wanted to be a killer.
1: <laughs> when it's John Douglas, I could be
0: well there you go maybe yeah. you need to read like crime fiction ooh yeah like Lee Child is it Lee Child or, you know all that she's no.
1: hmm
0: I've got a book you should read okay. and you can take this out it's called the, I think it's called The Chalk Man and it's about murder serial killer and like there's decapitated heads and stuff And nice it felt like, like Stephen King like was like this is amazing but I <laughs> it was just a bit too dark for me and I was like I'm gonna put you down <laughs> yeah give it to me give it to me okay I'll do that. Cool. Uh, well, what about you? What have you been reading? Well,
1: that, I like did read. I did read. Um, and it was a book called uh, The 5am Club.
0: And uh-huh. it's by this
1: guy called Robin Sharaba. And he's a, like, you know, kind of like a motivational speaker, kind of a Tony Robbins-esque mm-hmm. type character. And for me, but he writes, when he writes, he kind of does it in story form rather than you need to do this you need to do that he kind of puts it into a story which kind of makes it a bit easier
0: Not to kind decent. of follow
1: yeah um but he's one of these guys he has a podcast and his episodes are like really short some of them are like three minutes 15 minutes 10 minutes whatever but he's the guy that I kind of like do you know what, Lorraine you're having a bit of a pity party you need to cup on you're overthinking things you're being paranoid so I just listen to a load of him and he right. kind of brings me back to reality yeah you know and I'm very much into my well-being and all that kind of stuff I mean it's I, I I'm not very good at it but that's um, not true but but no I'm constantly working on it so when I feel myself going to that place where I'm like oh woe is me I um you know I I, I usually go to him or Jay Shetty or Mimi Mimi Bouchard she, she's got a great podcast too and I just kind of It kind of brings me back to reality a bit and realizes that it makes me realize that I don't really have it that bad. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So I do that. Anything else with you?
0: I went out of the area for the first time since like July, and that was uh, that was very nice.
1: Wow, it's crazy, isn't it, that we say that?
0: I know, I know, but like the the and obviously with the news today, I don't want to like rub it in because I'm in tier two. which I'm very fortunate to be in, but, like, um, it just... It just elevated me I was in such a pit and then I just went out I I was like Alec I'm going to Ludlow and he was just like oh come too and I was like sweet but if you don't want to come that's fine I'm still going (laughs) and we went and I walked around like the Ludlow Castle grounds and I went and had lunch out and and I walked around the market I went into a shop and it was great but you know what the bad thing was that I came out of it because I've been wearing a mask all day and because I have respiratory problems I got really ill (laughs) even like even though i was like on the sofa like coughing my lungs up i was just like it was still worth
1: it. <laughs> i wonder when um this is like I, I don't want to say it all over but when you know the vaccine site like blah, blah blah and people can kind of go back to some sort of normality will we go and see those people more will we take that day to go and travel to a place that's 20 miles away you know will we will we do those things or will we just go back to the way we were not really oh whatever whatever do you know what I mean mm. I think I think it, this I think it could be an opportunity here because like you went to Ludlow and it was like the most amazing experience but it wouldn't have been the most amazing experience had this not happened so maybe we need to kind of like seeing you I would like Everyone's talking about seeing their families and everything and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, I'd love to see mine and I'll be seeing my brother. He's our bubble and all that kind of stuff. But I am dying to see you, like, do you know what I mean? In person. And, you know, it's just one of those things where will we, I hope we do. I hope that when this becomes, you know, where we can see more, that we appreciate trips to Ludlow and seeing our friends and seeing our family a bit more, you know? yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that because I, I, I went a lot further than you, Harry.
0: <laughs> did you? Where did you go? I did.
1: I went to Thirsk.
0: I don't know where that is. <laughs>
1: it's in North Yorkshire.
0: What the fuck? Ooh. <laughs> you went past me? <laughs>
1: I did. Um, yeah, no, my brother lives in North Yorkshire. So I took Riley up for the night to stay with him. He's in, t- he was in, t- he's in tier t- two. Um... And we are as well so we just went up because he's on his own a lot and um it was just really nice i mean riley was like the dream child that weekend i don't know what happened to her and um good. you know dev needed a bit of time because he hasn't you know had much time to himself so i just took her with me and it was just really nice and just nice mm-hmm. to go up there and be somewhere different and you know
0: i i agree on the going somewhere you know and, and appreciating the state but also like we we text each other today and we were like and i and we were like should we just dress up for this even though we're not should we just get like should we get dolled up and i i am in my my green suit which i love because i'm channeling my Kate blanchett from ocean's eight and i've got high heels on which hurt but i'm loving the pain (laughs) because it's just just getting dolled up honestly just made me feel like a million bucks and i don't and some people might not agree with that but if that's the way it makes me feel i'm happy with that and i'm just I'm just buzzing from just being a bit glam. So I highly recommend going and doing that. <laughs> I agree.
1: Like I, I I, was like, I haven't worn makeup. I, like we came out from our offices, I think it was in April. And um, was it March? I can't remember. And I've worn makeup about five times since then. And I was putting on my makeup and I was like, oh, this is nice. And my, my, my husband was like, your face is so shiny. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's just I do miss up I do miss kind of you know because I'm I'm too quick in the morning sometimes to just throw my hair back and stick on some sweatpants you know what I mean so I I, I'm looking forward to kind of you know and it's nice and you look amazing you pull that off very well
0: no you do
1: yeah but I I have a nice dress on but underneath that there's leggings and socks (laughs)
0: the thing is though I don't know if it's I don't know if you've got a big light above you or not but you kind of like I said earlier you kind of look like you're in the movie cocoon because you just keep like shining white. I know it's or stargate I or something here. it's
1: the lamp I have here it's the lamp I have here but yeah um <laughs> but cool. no I, I just want to say Harry came on my podcast my other podcast
0: I did that's hey that's one of the things i listed as things I've been at today. Well,
1: I've got you as well <laughs>
0: yes I did come on your podcast I enjoyed that kind yeah. of yeah what well no no because I was walking so the night say so the morning before we recorded I walked from my house um in Styx to like Beardley which is like three miles through the forest just listen listening to stuff about a podcast like sorry listening to stuff about this murder and I was just like normal circumstances I'd be like no I'm not doing this <laughs> But for once, I was just like, oh, I embrace it. And I wasn't scared. And yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that conversation. So thanks for having me on your podcast. And no, do go nice.
1: and listen. I will have you again. It was the Heavenly Creatures episode. Um, I also went on another podcast, which will be coming out, I think, on the, I think she's releasing on the 24th. I went on and talked about the holiday with uh, Not Before Coffee podcast.
0: You did so- What? You cheated on me.
1: (laughs) I know. I felt like I was betraying you the whole time. But I thought about you the whole time. (laughs) Cool. So do you have anything else to add? Not really. So have you been watching anything exciting lately?
0: I watched um, a nice film called um, The Happiest Season. What's uh, that? It's, it's got Kristen Stewart and your love Daniel Levy in Oh. Yes, that. Do you want to watch
1: that? I love him.
0: Yeah, he's not he's not got the like a like a standout role in it um but i did enjoy it i thought it was just nice it was gen- gentle little movie um and um, what about you What's, what have you watched?
1: um i watched gremlins
0: uh-huh because you talked puppy. about that with ray
1: yeah and the holiday which i cheated on you with i watched that too and <laughs> oh did you I think You have <laughs> to it's like you have to um and i watched. i finished castle rock
0: uh-huh. and
1: i'm gutted that it got fucking cancelled And I didn't realise it was getting cancelled until after I started. So it ended on season two and I was like...
0: (laughs) Oh, I hate that. They did that with Pushing Daisies in the OA. And it's just like, you bastards.
1: Yeah, it's really... I think what's really annoying is like you get invested in it and you want more. Because like, I remember when they did it with um, Nashville but they got it brought back for one more season to kind of close it off and it ended when it needed to. Yeah. Whereas had it ended when they wanted to. And I just think it's a bit shit. Like I think if they're going to end a see end a end a show they should at least do an ending episode. So like if they say right we're ending after season 2 when everyone's watched season 2 just go right but we're going to come back and do like a an hour long episode to kind of tie everything up. Cuz people doesn't... have invested
0: yeah, it doesn't always work that way though, do they? It's just no, like twats. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh well that's a shame. Mm. Mm. I watched I watched a horror sci-fi Ooh. by choice. But it wasn't it wasn't really horrific, it was more like action.
1: Psychological.
0: No, it was just action. Um but it's called Underwater and it's I had a Kristen Stewart thing. Yeah, right I was on. gonna
1: say, isn't she in that?
0: Yeah. But she's yeah. like got this shaved head blonde hair and she's just like action chick and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it's not it's not like an amazing movie, uh but it like pays homage to alien, things like that. Um and it was just you know you just want you don't want like a stupid movie but you just want something that's entertaining but like action filled. And it was shot really like nicely um and I, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, I thought so. Are you any to watch anything else?
1: Um, I When I went up to my brothers, we he just put on this reality TV show called Five Guys for a Week. And oh, it's...
0: Dutch. Sounds <laughs> about <was wild> Dutch.
1: <laughs> it's basically about a girl who has five men come and live in her house and then she eventually picks one. So she gets rid of one, you know, as the days go by. And then she just... Picks one at the mall. It's really, it's it's quite interesting to watch because it's so fucking weird.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah, it sounds really odd. Yeah. And what I watched. What channel is that
1: on? I don't know. I was watching. I think it's probably an E4 type thing. Um, and I watched uh, last night. I thought I really need to try and get festive. So I watched uh, a Harry Potter film, and we watched The Prisoner of Azkaban. And it's so
0: fucking good. I love The Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh
1: my god! And I was just like, <laughs> while I was watching, I was like, I could be in a in a relationship with Gary Oldman.
0: <laughs> I know he's quite sexy in that movie. Am I? I mean, we've t- we've we've talked about the Harry Potter films on an episode before, but yeah. I still. And I know it's inappropriate, but he's my age now, ish. But I, I still know. think Harry Potter's hot. In
1: <laughs> I know I started like because I was I was watching it and I started googling. I think, um, like the three the three main guys, the three main uh, characters, and I was like, oh my god, they're like your age, Dev. I think I think they were all like because uh, she was nineteen ninety, and then there was like eighty nine and eighty eight and stuff like that. Dev's eighty six. Mm and I was like oh my god but they're practically your age and it's just so weird and I remember watching (laughs) a Harry Potter film and thinking oh Daniel Radcliffe he's 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 looking good and then it did a flashback to him as a kid and I was like no it's like when you see um uh (laughs) Cole Sprouse in Riverdale and then you switch channels and there's Ben in Friends and you're like no and Cole Sprouse is like so fucking hot but then you see Ben in Friends and you're like
0: but he's only five. <laughs> There's like someone locally who's like twenty and he's re- really hot, and I'm like, I'm thirty-three. I can't fancy.
1: <laughs> Dev is twelve years younger than me.
0: No, I know, but I'm hey, you saying. went. You obviously went through a process where you're like, oh, you're young, but then you're like, fuck it. And <laughs> obviously, I'm in a relationship. That's not gonna happen. And I don't oh, I was because. single at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. So I, I've been, I'm gonna cut you up. I've been watching okay. MasterChef and I never watch stuff like this, but I'm freaking loving it.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're, you're not a reality person.
0: No, no, I'm not. But Alec and I were just like, we don't, we just didn't want to watch anything like serious or, fic- yeah, I don't know. We just, I was just like, should we just watch MasterChef? And we've just got really into it. And it's, it's terrifying. Like, like genuinely they're cooking really intense stuff and i'm like Alec, i i just don't know if i can finish this episode <laughs> i'm not joking i am that dramatic watching it um and i'm really enjoying it i'm not gonna lie so
1: cool so now we've uh discussed what we've been doing and what we've been watching let's move on to the main film <laughs> the festive film <laughs> scrooged um scrooged was directed by richard Donner and was released in 1988 it stars bill murray as frank cross a modern day scrooge he runs a television network and plans a live show a christmas carol to be aired on christmas eve he doesn't have any love for the festive season and forces his employees to work rather than spend it with family and friends then like all scrooge based movies he is visited by three ghosts and they show him stuff to try and bring out some form of humanity and chaos ensues (laughs) one of harry's favorite lines
0: i love that line yeah so um are you a scrooged about scrooged or (laughs) do you like this movie we just don't straight in all the time don't we we're spoilerific with even our own views
1: yeah so i remember seeing this years ago probably more when it came out than um recently and i just watched it and i was like oh my god this is like there was a lot of bad elements to it but i remember watching the very end scene and all that popped in my head was harry's gonna fucking hate
0: this (laughs) (laughs) why why do you think that because it's just i mean if you like
1: it i will be really shocked do you like it
0: (laughs) (laughs) no all right okay so i used to like this movie Mm. um same yeah, I think it's just because it was always kind of on in the background when I was a child, like at Christmas time. And um, but watching it this time, and again, I don't know if it's just life right now, but I always just came away from it like I, I wouldn't be sad if I never watched this again.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like because I we wanted to do a Christmas themed one, and like like I said, we did I did Gremlins from either one, and. While people are being murdered and killed by little things, that felt more festive. Whereas <laughs> this just felt like some guy who was like really angry and filled with lots of pain, and it just happened to be based around Christmas time.
0: Do you know what this film's problem is? Mm. I love a Christmas Carol, that kind of story. Mm-hmm. The story of Scrooge, I love it, and I think the best. I think the best Christmas Carol movie version out there is the Muppets. They fucking nail it. <laughs> <laughs> but Can't in this movie No, in this movie there even though I think Bill Murray apparently argued that there is there's just no sincerity. And even in the end speech you just kind of like nah, I, I don't know. There it's it's more a halloween <coughs> movie than a christmas movie this one I think.
1: Yeah, there's no everything to me. There was nobody I rooted for. everything felt very forced and I I like Bill Murray I am a Bill Murray fan um and I suppose this is him leading a film off the back of things like you know Ghostbusters stuff like that and Stripes but it just there was nothing to like even when he like with Scrooge do you get that fuzzy feeling when you watched any films based on Scrooge, you get that fuzzy feeling when he wakes up the next morning and he's like, What day is it? and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. No. You didn't get that with this.
0: No. No. I never I
1: felt warm and fuzzy.
0: Do you know what I did when I was younger? So I don't know yeah, if it's too. just Me I don't too. know if it's just like my loss of innocence. <laughs> uh, but when um, the crotchet kid, who's not the crotchet kid in this like goes, you know, Merry Christmas everyone or whatever he says like I remember thinking I remember being quite emotional about that as a kid but as an adult no oh my god I've just lost I've lost all my like my my Christmas
1: innocence (laughs) I would have watched this like so in it came out in what what was it I said 1988 um so I because obviously films took a lot longer to come over to us by then when they were released in America I probably seen this in the early 90s in 1990 I was 16 do you know what I mean so but I remember watching this and I remember loving it and like you said the boy at the end thinking oh and stuff like that but this time around I just got nothing I just thought to myself here's a guy who grew up in a pretty shit household because like, he didn't have a Christmas. He never had a Christmas. So you can kind of, I suppose, from that point of view, understand it. His mother obviously cared for him because when we see him getting emotional, he obviously had feelings for his mother, but his dad couldn't have given a shit. I th-
0: I just, uh, I think by... Oh, my nose is itchy. By, um, sorry, by today's standards of a reflection of a bad past, he didn't, it's, it didn't seem to... Uh, like his dad was a bit of a dick, but he had a loving mum, and he still had like four walls, and he still had a TV, and he still had like a warm house. Like, and yet he became this really horrible character. It just didn't ring true. Yeah, but like, you, not you none of his, to... none of his situations rang that he would become this cynical bastard that he was. In
1: this. Yeah, but okay, but you got to look at it this way. He would go into school after Christmas, and everyone would be like, "What did you get?" Oh, I got the toy. Because remember you went, oh, is it a toy train? I got a toy train. I got my favourite doll. I got my, you know, the latest superhero toy and stuff like that. What did you get? Veal.
0: No, no, I I agree. I just, I just don't, I think that depiction, I think maybe back in the, I don't know, but it just didn't seem to ring as like so dire as some of the things you see on like. Yeah, in, you say that.
1: Pic- but if. That's what the dad was like at Christmas. What was he like the rest of the year? With not giving a shit because a lot of it is down to neglect. Yeah. He is he that boy was neglected. Yeah. In the big scheme of things he had a house and all that kind of shit. But how many people sorry, I'm taking a dark turn here, but how many kids are living in homes with houses and walls and all that kind of shit and a nice mother but living in a very abusive situation?
0: But his dad wasn't massive like they didn't depict his dad as a massively abusive dick. I thought he did. I didn't think that.
1: Yeah, he's like, when he turns around and says to him about, you know, uh, going out and working, oh, I'm sick of people with the excuses, you're only four. The dad didn't let him have a childhood. And that's a big thing for a kid. At the end of the day, you, as a child, you deserve a childhood. You deserve to be free and not give a shit about bills and all that kind of stuff. And if at four, your dad is telling you that already you don't deserve a certain lifestyle because oh so you're four you shouldn't be out you know earning your keep so to speak so if he was like that on christmas day yeah and like him getting veal was a treat what was it like the rest of the year i
0: mean veals like
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's not like it was chicken
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly you know i am like no 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 i suppose so but it I, i i don't know it i yeah i'm I'm probably wrong.
1: Being a bit harsh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so.
1: If Harry ever was a child, you got fucking veal, what more do you want?
0: (laughs) Hey no no I'm not agreeing with the dad's actions. Like I'm not saying he's a good dad. I just don't think I don't think his situation called for such a like a dire past do you know do you know what I'm like
1: No, but I I think the fact that the dad was the way he was and he had this kind of thing whereas if you want something, you earn it, you work for it and that's kind of the message he was given and if he did it on Christmas Day, he probably did it all the time and that's probably what it was. It's like you don't get any special treatment for anything. If you fucking want it, you put in the work. Well, it's a good thing. I mean, I think if you want something, you should put in the work but you know when you're four it should be more you know you should put in the work to learn how to read and write <laughs> not go out and earn no wage to yeah, buy yourself yeah, yeah, a toy yeah. train
0: yeah
1: but um yeah this this one was a lot it was very dark I found this one a lot darker any kind of not that I can recall like the ones I can remember I always find Scrooge kind of I know the good stuff's gonna come because obviously we know the story you know yeah. so I feel like the good fuzzies kind of come but with this one I was just like I was a bit depressed after it
0: <laughs> no I think it. I think with A Christmas Carol you always are like have you read the book
1: oh years ago I wouldn't it, remember it now
0: I mean it is meant to be a drag you down and then like drag you down down and then lift you up
1: but this one never lifts you up
0: well, it's meant to, isn't it? Like, yeah,
1: but I don't feel like it ever did.
0: <laughs> no, I I do in the past. I don't think I don't think it did this time. No, but,
1: no, yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry.
0: Yeah, but no, I th- but I think um, I think I don't think it's the darkest Christmas Carol I've ever seen. Like, I actually think, in a weird way, the, the Muppets one's actually darker.
1: I need to rewatch that one because I don't remember it.
0: Yeah, it's so good, so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I to be fair, I haven't seen many other versions of a christmas carol i saw the one with guy pierce last christmas which was just so depressing i had to turn it off so yeah this is by standards quite quite light
1: <laughs> so so what did you think of the actual ghosts in this one
0: i used to love them not not so much this time but i used to i used to love the taxi driver one the past
1: he was and so manic
0: <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I l- remember watching him going would you just fucking calm down <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed his ears until this time as well he's got like elf ears um, but my favourite one is Carol Kane as oh, Ghost of Christmas I Present. love her she's amazing in she's this. in um, Unbreakable in Kimmy
1: Schmidt and she's just so ah. good enough. yeah she's, a, she's in that um, yeah because I think with her she's so like little and she looks so innocent yet she's such a vicious bitch in this <laughs>
0: <laughs> apparently, though, that really caused her anguish. Um, During the filming of this, apparently, every time she was, like, violent or whatever, she had to go off and have, like, a little cry because she just, she just hated, like, being that violent character. And she, and you know that little... <laughs> yeah, she
1: hurt his lip, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, she, she like, that him. little
0: bit of, like, f- that flap that holds your your lip to your gums, she tore that and he... Oh! Horrible that... Yeah, no. She
1: she was like <laughs> the way she kept hitting him and punching him. It was just like so aggressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably probably influenced me as a child. <laughs> who, who was the last one? The uh, the yet to come, the future.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of like the Grim Reaper type thing.
0: Yeah, which I never yeah, that- really kind of understood that representation. I'd like to look into that.
1: Yeah, but I yeah. didn't like to me because I think of the when they opened up his like coat and there was those souls inside of him. Um I didn't really it just seemed a bit f- fake.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I did kind of like how he mistook him for
1: Oh yeah, the guy that the, was on set. Yeah, that that
0: yeah. that did make me giggle
1: but I think I think that's one thing like it was Bill Murray I think this was his first kind of standalone film but like like it was very Bill Murray you know he did a lot of things he moved a certain way that you would notice in Ghostbusters and Stripes and stuff and all that kind of stuff and and it it seemed very manic sometimes in his approach like he was just going completely off script
0: well uh, well yeah apparently he was very ad-lib Um, and Donna said it was like I can't remember what his um, example of it was but he said it was tough but the thing I noticed more this time yeah that he like unfortunately I love Bill Murray I love him in his later movies like Lost in Translation and you know The Life Aquatic I love that but he pulled me out of this because you're just like you're just being Bill Murray like there was no Frank crossed me, and also, he's meant to be an asshole, but I don't think he was that much of an asshole, like, if the way he, I don't know, the way he spoke to people was just such a level, where I think, were you his employee, would be like, just shut, what he you doing? shut up, I don't know, he wasn't, he was, he was a dick, but he wasn't nasty, and I just thought, you're just being Bill Murray, like, there was, he wasn't like, he wasn't, scrooge to a point where i was just like i can't stand you i think you're the meanest motherfucker i was just like you're irritating there was like there wasn't that he wasn't scrooge to me and i think
1: when he wouldn't give like the bonus or the pay rise to the girl his secretary it's not scrooge to her
0: it's not that it's not his actions so much it's the it's it's like it's the way Bill Murray portrays that I don't know it just didn't come across as sincere like I said earlier he didn't like it didn't come across as like Bill Murray was sincerely being that dickhead he just it's like he was just like oh just like ad-libbing some nastiness but it wasn't nastiness it was just like it just didn't come across like authentic to me so I think that's why you, uh, he's not like the ultimate Scrooge to me
1: oh no definitely not he just comes across as some exec mm. that has a fucking control problem or but a...
0: but but he acts he acts it in such a way where you could almost write in the dialogue like are you faking and he could turn around yeah I'm faking it's your bonus it's just like that it's like whereas in other iterations of this he's saying it and he's meaning it that he's not giving you that by your eyes and you you, you believe it but not in this
1: yeah no no it's it's not scrooge it's just a prick (laughs) prick dick (laughs) yeah it's just it's not i think the only thing that relates this to christmas is the fact that it's set around christmas time
0: yeah and the christmas party
1: (laughs) i i really would love to experience the office christmas party that's in the office That is within where you work.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've never done that. Have you? No, we always, we like in, not in recent employment, but like in a past employment, we always go to a venue and stuff and, but I mean, don't get me wrong, like adultery and debauchery and all that has happened and you're like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Not myself. I'm a viewer. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, in the actual office, no i wonder if that ever actually happens
1: <laughs> yeah the office party's ever in the actual office
0: yes listeners if you have had that please do write in and let us know <laughs> yeah because every time i watch
1: those things especially when you know in a world of technology i always think to myself how many people's computers get ruined because of people spilling drinks
0: <laughs> yeah i guess
1: and how many people? Because there was a bit in this. Remember when they were doing the whole photocopier thing?
0: Yeah, how many of those? shown her button,
1: all that kind of stuff. It's just, oh, I'd love to experience the off- Because in the holiday, they they do it as well, don't they? And I just would love to see what that's actually like.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not really a Christmas party, there is it? It's just a, a thing. That's not like a party.
1: No. No, but whereas this was...
0: This is a party. This is a hoot nanny. (laughs) I love his hair as well in the past. (laughs) Yeah, talking about that, the past, his love story. How did you feel about that? It didn't work. No.
1: There was nothing there. Like, I thought it was really weird the fact that he made that call... That wasn't the weird bit, but the, the fact that she just showed up and was like, "Hi, oh, yeah. hey, whereas, yeah, yeah. Whereas if I hadn't seen someone for fifteen years, I'd be like, "Hey, how is it going?" Like, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, like I felt like, I felt like when she met him, after all those years, she went straight back into how she was fifteen years ago.
0: Yeah, it was hard to trans. Yeah, it was hard to translate like how much time had passed, and then it's weird that you have to wait until the ghost of Christmas past comes and tells you because you didn't get that in there. No, no. no,
1: I was just like, it just didn't work. And she didn't come up. I didn't think she was like a beggy type person, but yet she was beggy with him. It was just like, she, she was so needy when it came to him and she was so obvious about what she wanted. And I don't feel like that, that worked at all. Like, it's been 15 fucking years. Like, how can you be that needy about someone after 15 years that you haven't seen?
0: But he did give her the Karma Sutra book. So, oh no, she gave him the Karma Sutra book. Him.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I just, I mean, I may be being unfair here. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm very much one of those people whereas like, I can understand if you get dumped and you'll be upset for a couple of years, but after 15 years,
0: Get over get it. Get a grip.
1: <laughs> you know? And, you know, I mean, I know that may be a bit unfair. I can understand, like, if someone passes away, you still being devastated in 15 years. But if you get dumped, you know? Like, she went so into it so easily. Yeah.
0: No. It didn't ring true at all. Not
1: one bit. And I just didn't... Ugh, I just didn't like that at all. And there was no chemistry there. And the fact that before she showed up, he was snogging one of the dancers... <laughs> and i swear to god that kiss he had with that dancer was a lot more fucking passionate than any kiss he had with her
0: you are right you are right can i just say as well i'd never noticed and whether i saw a version without it or not i'm not sure but i'd never noticed the nipple scene
1: no me neither me i neither. was
0: li- i was like you can't see her
1: <laughs> me too me too me too
0: <laughs> so that was a shock as well um yeah, because d- what, yeah, what don't is That's this?
1: Good. I don't know. I'm going to Google the shit out of it. <laughs> Scrooged is a PG. I don't think you could uh, slip the nips in a PG.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Maybe, well, not now, no. But you see her nipple. Yeah. But I um,
1: suppose maybe, oh, no, because years ago. No, because you can get away with more than you can back then
0: yeah. I don't think you can now can you you can get away with sh- like the odd swear word but I don't think you can get away with nipples nudity yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry nudity <laughs> it goes to a batshit crazy place as well towards the end I think with the whole um, guy from Police Academy. You know, um, I, said, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Bobcat Goldworth.
1: Is yeah, that him? because, yeah, actually, I have to say that because obviously he's trying to shoot him, which is fucked up. But then he goes into the booth, he brings a gun, he's basically held everyone hostage. And then that woman forces herself on that bloke who's tied up.
0: Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. So fucked but, up. Um, Lex Luthor's dad. Insmalva.
1: It's, it's <laughs> I, I haven't watched one of them. Um, but yeah, it's 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 so fucked up. Mm. Like that oh. whole booth situation. There's nothing right about that.
0: There's nothing right about this film, really. Let's let's be frank. <laughs> let's be frank. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, no. It's just, and I think, like, obviously, they're in the booth, and then. Let's talk about the scene at the end when he does that speech. Yeah. That's not good.
0: <laughs> no, it's not good. I have to say I I dwindled out of um, attention. It goes on too long. Yeah, it does go on too long. But I did read that... And I thought at the time, actually, that it's got a very... Because it's, like, it's a live audience, isn't it? He's talking to... like SNL. A, yeah. SNL, yeah, it's got an mm. SNL vibe. And the people who wrote this film were SNL writers. And he used to be, Bill Murray, mm. used to be SNL. on SNL. It's got that vibe. It feels a bit indulgent, mm. don't yes.
1: you think? Yes. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's more like... I don't feel like any of that speech is about him. I don't think it's like he's trying to change. He's trying to be this thing. Yeah. It's like he's got a, an audience. Someone's listening to him, so he can spout some shit. Yeah.
0: There's nothing
1: authentic or genuine or whatever about it. And it just was like, you know,
0: lack of sincerity. A, it
1: was like a ramble.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, just, it, did, it wasn't a great ending.
1: No, and that—that's when I went. Harry's gonna fucking hate this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I Didn't fucking hate it. Just, just a bit nonplussed by it anymore. I think.
1: Yeah, it, it, very off script.
0: Mm, yeah. There's no yeah. way that was the script. No. No, I think he yeah, had lit the shit out of it. But um, I oh, like I'm going off point now, but this is a point I want to make whilst I'm thinking about it, and that. You know, this is a version of Charles Dickens' *Christmas Carol*, right? It's probably one of like I don't know, fifty, but yeah. And I just, I just think, like, how ace is that? I mean, I, I, mean, Charles Dickens might think differently. I don't know. Um, but to, but like, you know, you got but v- various like, this has influenced so much, and like other bits of literature of influence stuff so much that they've just done version after version after version and i just think to be that author who's like made such an interesting story that people just want to do their own version of it time and time again like that's fucking ace do you know what i mean
1: yeah no i agree 100 percent. i agree and i suppose that's one thing that can be said about this film like i mean obviously people may think there's others out there but there isn't kind of this version of Scrooge out there?
0: No, it's quite a sort of Not that even I can think of. Not no, I was trying to think about this earlier because like um even though it's like filmed in the eighties, it's still like a modern juxtaposition of a of like this sort of traditional Victorian story, isn't it? Like and I don't and we probably have in like T V shows and stuff, but I can't think of a sort of modern version of this sp- like story, so you're right there. Pen. Sorry <laughs> <Like> Kittens <laughs> staring um, Yeah yeah. I think it it is It is quite a Different take on it But not a take I'm a big fan of
1: No I wasn't And like you know I watched it the other day And I was just like oh, I'm really looking forward to watching this And I was a bit disappointed And towards the end I was like You know you're really dragging this out You know you're really dragging this out And I, I didn't get the 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 fine the, the the scene that I wanted at the end because I wanted to see i mean I wanted to see a Christmas tree being brought to the secretary's house because he didn't have a Christmas tree and I wanted to see that I wanted to see people reap the rewards of how he was feeling yeah and I know we got the kids speaking but I didn't get i, I think didn't his get brother enough
0: being like. Pleased? No, that
1: wasn't enough. I I, I needed <laughs> to see his secretary getting
0: mm. what she deserved. Do you know what though? I think I think we need to give it a bit of a break because we are watching it in the times that we're watching it in, and I don't think it was lended itself to this movie very well do you know what I mean like we watched the holiday the other day you watched it for your podcast I watched it as an influence of like your podcast and thought I'll, I'll watch it and I will admit something I cried at the end of the holiday <laughs> this time round because I was just like that is the sentiment I need right now it just had like this nice like hearted let's get together feeling which this didn't have and I think it's and I think neither of us needed that attitude towards christmas towards being towards people like a nature of being towards people right now whereas like other festive movies we do so i think scrooge is definitely out this year so yeah yeah maybe we need to think about these things before we pick them
1: <laughs> well yeah yeah no that's true that's true
0: because i will say this as well a colleague of mine who listened to our podcast absolutely dissed me the other day for my my view of heathers, <laughs> and I had to say to him, "I watched it in a certain frame of mind. That's why." I, <laughs> but he was like, "I don't care." <laughs>
1: we'll probably get that with this, you know. But um, yeah, no, and I I didn't like the whole feed me see more thing at the end.
0: No, I didn't. I got the reference.
1: Yeah, yeah, obviously, but I I, I didn't like it.
0: But that's where the indulgent thing comes in as well. Mm. Like, it is Bill Murray going, oh, hi, yeah, I was in this movie, you know. Mm. It's like, I felt.
1: Yeah, I didn't, the speech at the end, I just didn't like. I prefer the whole, what day is it? Go get me the biggest turkey you can type thing. Like, do you know what I mean? I just, this was just like someone on a rant.
0: Yeah, I agree. Oh, you look so sad.
1: I know, and I won't watch it again.
0: (sighs) If it's no, I wouldn't actively choose to put it on. Do you know what? This time I struggled to watch it because Alec and I put it on because I was like, "Oh, we've got to watch Scrooge for the podcast." And we were like, "Yeah, we'll both watch it." And it got like ten minutes in, and again, which he never does. Alec turned around to me and went, "I'm not feeling this." And I was like, "Thank God he said that," because neither am I.
1: (laughs) Cool. So I think that is our little version of Scrooged. I I would like to say I recommend it, but...
0: No, I don't agree. Go watch something else. The
1: Polar Express.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. No, every time I've attempted to watch... I don't... I'm not into, like...
1: You're not a big animation person, are you? No.
0: Like, no, certain ones I am. Can Can
1: I just give you some advice? Don't have children if you can't watch <laughs> animation.
0: <laughs> don't worry, that's why I got a kid. <laughs> because if
1: you have a kid, you'll be watching a fucking off animation. I remember the other day because they they go through stages where they like to watch the same thing over and over. And uh, I remember, like, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I was like, uh, "What do you want to watch, Riley?" And she stopped on Peppa Pig, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is good. I like this because I'd watched so much of Bluey." I was happy to watch Peppa Pig.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I was in the forest the other day with my sister and her kids and they're three and six and the youngest saw a puddle and he ran up to it and my sister said We do not take after Peppa Pig and jump in puddles. <laughs>
1: was but was like... he wearing his boots?
0: No. He wasn't. Oh, yeah. Well that's fair
1: enough then. <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah, she's a bad influence at Peppa.
1: She's a little fucking bitch. <laughs> oh my god! I'm not going to go into it, but fucking out, man, she's a bitch. Mm. Do not let your kids. I, I mean, I've missed the boat, but I'm telling you now: if you haven't have, if you don't have kids, and you're planning on having kids, do don't not let fucking Pepper. let them watch Peppa Pig because she's a bitch. Okay. Ben and Holly. Oh, I don't like that one
0: either. Hi I like in the Night Garden, but there's only.
1: Mm. I like Luka Ben Luka. Holly. Holly, miraculous not bad but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um but w- what are you planning on doing what read next what blah blah well
0: uh i'm gonna eat my weight in christmas food in this yeah, but soup. you're slim
1: so you can eat your weight i can because no, no i'm bigger man. than you
0: <laughs> um and I'm going to paint, paint, paint. And I'm going to try and write, write, write. And maybe it will work out. And That's I'll... not going to happen. <laughs> no. And then I'm going to try and watch Wonder Woman 2.
1: Mm, I'm looking forward to that. Mm,
0: yeah, me. I really am. I really yeah. am. I'm stoked. When I was when found... the first one. Yeah. And um... what about you?
1: Um, I'm actually going to be one of those annoying, boring people over Christmas and not pig out and stay on plan <laughs> but and what I, day you are you on now you must be
0: like a- um
1: i think 39 i want to say oh, i want to say 39 39 but maybe not let's just see i'm looking at the the old thing but yeah no i just um 39 yeah i just want to um i just don't i just don't want to be pigging out over christmas i just don't and it's not because i can't i just don't want to
0: it's only christmas day that i'm gonna do that <sighs> yeah, because know, someone else t- is cooking for me and i'm very happy about i'll that. probably
1: drink a lot <laughs> <laughs> i'm already planning on having a mimosa first thing in the morning and um, on- you know oh. i'm just i'm just not gonna go normal christmas i'm just gonna be a bit more what the fuck's that? what are mm. you doing
0: Scratching what are you doing? My Scratching my arm.
1: Oh, you look like you were more looking at your arm.
0: Well, I, all right. So, okay, let's... let's <laughs> I, I noticed a new patch of psoriasis, so is that all right? Sorry. It's very <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. Oh, I my mean, God. Tell you what, though, mate, on Thursday and this is before my last day of work I, I, I was just like you know what I'm going to have some Prosecco and I had like a little bottle of Prosecco and I was just like Thursday drinking don't care
1: <laughs> dude I do everyday drinking I have two days off a week and I drink the rest of the time <laughs> but not a lot only a glass or two but I, I I need it
0: no it's it's really funny and and I'm not talking about age here but I'm just. I think I'm really naive, and like I've never sort of been a like. I'm. I'm more of a like an occasion drinker, than anything. But as I get ever more into my thirties, I get ever more into the idea of like, oh, a little cheeky drink will be nice, like midweek, and it's happening more and more often now. And I, I keep, and there's no like no one around, but I always act as if there's cameras there, and I'm like, oh, having a cheeky drink. <laughs> It's like as if there's like someone there, like to monitor that I'm in my thirties and I'm like okay to drink now. It's like it's a weird thing.
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm the same. I was like I was never like a like a big like I like you. I would go out and have drink, and I wouldn't. I I mean I never used to drink during the week. I mean I did years ago when I worked in the bars and stuff, but I didn't for years and years drink during the week. It was more of a when you were going out. But now I'm like i just have a glass, you know, you know, so, um, but that's fine. I mean, like, I I don't, I like having it if I went to the doctors and they said, you need to stop doing it because of blah, blah, blah. I'd be like grand and I'd stop doing it. I wouldn't like it, but I'd do it. Um, But yeah, I love having a drink, you know. It's just if you start waking up in the morning and wanting to lush it back, then maybe then
0: Yeah, yeah. We
1: evaluate. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Definitely.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm hoping to kind of stay on plan for Christmas and do a lot of podcast prep for both Show Me the Podcast and What's One Nightmare. Watch Wonder Woman, like you said, because I love the first one. And yeah, that's basically, you know, kind of a low key. And I suppose this year as well it's like um i have a group of girlfriends that live in bath and we would all go out on the last the friday before christmas and so obviously that's not happened and it's just kind of a bit of a more a bit of a more low-key christmas
0: well me and Rach would usually be down a few days after. yeah we
1: would have yeah i would have seen you and i would have seen her i mean she's stuck in spain and i mean she lives in spain but obviously she can't come home um so yeah, there's it's a lot of different... It's a very different year this year. But like, you know, at the end of the day, I have Dev and Riley here and my brother's coming down. So, you know, I can't complain. I've got it very easy compared to a lot of people. You know? Cool. Anyway, where can they find us, Harry? <laughs> you always make me do this, but I'm going to make you do it this time. So CGU, no. you know?
0: <laughs> uh, they can find us on Instagram, Facebook, as show me the podcast and and Twitter as SMTVcast. (laughs) it's
1: a good job I wrote that down for you
0: (laughs) I fucking Uh, know you bitch
1: (laughs) okay and uh, where can they find you personally
0: Uh, (laughs) well I was just like what shall I share Uh, yeah peck.art on Instagram you can follow me on there cool what about you Uh, you can follow me
1: on Instagram as once upon a nightmare podcast on Twitter as a nightmare pod and once upon a nightmare on Facebook
0: You've put your Once Upon a Nightmare podcast voice on.
1: Because that's how I talk. (laughs) Cool. And uh, we will be back in the new year. And we're um, hoping to go in every two weeks. And we will chat to you then.
0: Oh, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. That'd be really nice.
1: Okay. Thank you. Bye.
0: (laughs) So clinical. (laughs)